With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And happy Wednesday, friends. Welcome to the Thought Shower. Intern John is my name. Man, what a week it was in Florida. Man, I got to recap us a little bit here. So Thursday, we flew down to Tampa for the comedy tour. And it was... Um, Pretty much amazing, if I say so myself. It was a very touching and a moving um, weekend. Uh, Friday, it was nice because it's a big group of us. Uh, myself, girlfriend Molly, um, our friend D, of course, and his wife. You got uh, Kyle Cromer. You got Hoodie. And my buddy uh, Kevin from Minnesota came down as well. Buddy Shane came down. So Thursday, we went and got dinner. Friday, Kind of hung by the pool, man. It was a nice thing where I have learned my lesson when it comes to flying to Tampa. The first time we did the show in Tampa, I had everybody fly in the day of the show. Nightmare. Because I woke up to three texts that three different people were late. Like their flights were delayed from three different airports. And I was like, never again. We'll fly in the day before. So we flew in. Friday had a chance to relax by the pool a little bit. Went to the venue. And uh, the Palladium in St. Pete is... Fantastic. It's the coolest venue out there. Um, although I'm pretty convinced it's haunted. I'll get to more of that in a second. Show Friday was absolutely amazing. It was uh, so cool to see folks who've listened to the show for a minute, who've been listening on the app, listening to the uh, podcast. Met a girl who said I first met her in fifth grade. So that was a kick right in the feels, if I uh, say so myself. So it was just a great time. And then on Saturday, went to Disney. And I'm, I was a little bit, uh, not apprehensive, a little bit like, ah, you know, Disney's going to be cool, but I'm sure it's going to be packed and we're going to wait hours and hours in line, yada, yada. But props to Hoodie, man. He figured it out. Like He was like our, uh, I'm going to say guardian angel, but like our daddy, just holding our tickets for us, figuring out the fast pass. I think the longest we waited in line was maybe 25 minutes for one ride. Otherwise, we did like 10 rides. The Star Wars area of Disney is sick. It was so cool. I felt like a little kid. Like I was just walking into like my homeland and um, was completely blown away by how cool it was. They had the blue milk from Star Wars. They had like stormtroopers patrolling the area. Even Molly, who is not like the biggest Star Wars fan, she thought it was cool. And she was a little bit skeptical, I think, about spending the whole day in, like, the Star Wars area. But it was just so cool. Like, I, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, it just kind of felt like, like, honestly, if they wanted to film a movie there, they probably could have. Like, that's how real it looked. That's how cool it was. So we did some Star Wars rides. They had a Star Wars bar, which is really cool, where you have, like, these uh, drinks. Oh, let me get some water, speaking of drinks, that, uh, like, numb your throat, numb your lips, and... um it was just kind of blown away. It was just, um, it was very cool. I had a chance to make a lightsaber. That was cool. That video is on my Instagram, at uh, Intern John Radio. And that was cool because they make it a whole experience. And it's not just like you feel like you're going to, I don't know, like a money grab. 
it's like the guy who's helping you build it walks you through like the history of the Jedi and the history of the lightsaber. And he is like very much into it. He seemed like a very genuinely good dude. So that was exciting. Then we did the Tower of Terror drop, which that's one of my favorite rides of all time. And if you're a Disney kid like me, you remember the uh, Tower of Terror movie, Disney Channel original movie that was nothing short of fantastic. And I did some digging because I haven't seen that movie anywhere since. And it's not on Disney Plus. And I don't know why. And I've done some like Googling to try to figure out why. What I've seen is people saying, well, maybe it wasn't shot in HD. But like, I guess the ride would have come first because I watched this like behind the scenes thing on the ride. But the movie was kind of based on the ride. Like these people checked into a hotel. They got stuck in the elevator, yada, yada. I just like the ride because I think the hologram stuff is really cool. And like there were some hologram stuff on the Star Wars rides that were really cool. It was just um, dope. And our final ride we did, we did the rock and roller coaster. I think this one is called the uh, Aerosmith one. And that was pretty dope. And it was also like um, Disney was, had just turned over for Christmas. So it was like the Christmas uh, had just sneezed all over Disney. So it was sick. I would say this. Um, having somebody who knows what they're doing like Hoodie was the biggest clutch. Like He had basically planned the day out and like we're doing this ride, this ride, this ride. Here's where this is. That was the biggest, I think, made it easier moment because otherwise I would have walked in and Hoodie very much SEAL Team 6'd it, right? He had an entry. He had an outry. I know outry's not a word. Bear with me. He had strategy to how to go around things. It was just... um. It was amazing. It was. And it kind of topped it off, too, to wrap up the comedy tour um, on such a positive note with the fine folks of Florida. And, again, the cool thing is we haven't been on the air in Florida in three years. But to have folks who still listen to this podcast, who listen to the show podcast, who listen live on iHeartRadio, it was just like, I know I keep using this word, it was just special. It just felt like the perfect ending. Now, going back to the venue being haunted, I have said the Palladium is haunted the past four or five years, because every time we shoot video there, something goes wrong. And like, it's not like it's the same video person. We've had three different video people, three different sets of equipment. Everything happens to go wrong. There was one year where I did about an hour and a half, and it was probably the best hour and a half I've done in my entire life. And I was thinking to myself, like, this is great. We're going to put this up online. This will be my special. Got the video back. It was corrupted. And this past time, I just talked to my buddy Josh, who did some of the video stuff, and he goes, hey, man, like, I don't know what happened, but the video got corrupted. I'm like, golly, again. So, will we have video of the Palladium show? I guess not. I don't know. It just keeps happening like that. So, um, you can still buy the merch, by the way. If you want to buy merch, you can still donate to the Fisher House. Internjohncomedy.com. It was kind of a nice little... Um, wrap up and it was a little bit sad too like I felt a little bit of like um of apprehensions the word but um there's not going to be a tour next year so it was a bit of like uh all right this is it and it's a moment that maybe I, I never quite visualized because um when I started this whole thing it was supposed to be the one show and so a tour was completely out of like I don't know it's funny because DMED and I will talk and we'll be like, man, who, who saw this happening? And he'll always say, well, you did. And maybe in the deep back corner of my mind, I thought to myself, this could maybe be something special. 
Maybe a little bit, but I certainly never thought it'd be um, it'd be this. So it was um, it was great. It was a little bit sad again, just because you know I really enjoy doing it. I enjoy not so much the well. Hmm. I enjoy the writing part. That to me is fun. Like coming up with the jokes and then putting it together. That to me is fun. I hate the actual logistics of it, like booking the thing and getting the merch places. And I, I hate that. By the way, shouts to Hellinger Advertising who helped us with the merch. They were absolutely fantastic, as always. Um, I like the fun part of it. I don't like me having to get to the venue five hours early to run through things and make sure things are working right. I like, and this is going to sound, I don't know if the right word is, but like I like the fun part. And to me, like writing is fun. Putting together the set list is fun. Performing is fun. The meet and greets, obviously amazing. But the actual like business part of it sucks. Dude, it sucks so hard. I hate doing that stuff. I hate doing the business part of it. That's obviously kind of part of the, the whole thing here because uh, I never hired a tour manager because that was money going away from the charity. So long story short, it was amazing. It really was. And to raise 100K for the Fisher House, uh, this close to Christmas, also amazing. So if you came out, thank you. I wanted to get to this too real quick for your Wednesday. These are the things you stop caring about when you reach your 30s, according to experts. Let me go through these and see what your thoughts are. Me, in my 30s, uh, you stop caring about missing out on what's going on at the bar slash club on the weekend. I would say that when you're in a relationship in your 30s, you probably don't care. Like me now, I don't don't quite care what's going on in the bar or club. If I was single, probably be a little bit different. Do you know what I mean? Like if I was single and all my friends are going out and I decided to stay in, that would probably get to me a little bit more than now because now it's just like I have alcohol at home. Do you know what I mean? Also, like there aren't many bars around me. And I feel like in this area too, like I feel like Bethesda kind of died off a little bit. So it's really just Clarendon. And that's far as hell for me, if I'm uh, being honest. Um, Gossiping. I'm going to be honest. Do I like to gossip? Not really. I'd rather just tell somebody to their face. Do I like hearing gossip? I mean, yeah. Who does it, right? Like I like hearing like dumb things people do, you know? Uh, Next... Saying yes out of obligation. Yeah. They say people-pleasing tendencies are real. They're incredibly damaging. When you're younger, it's hard to have a backbone and say no because you just want people to like you. I am really good at saying no to things that I don't want to do, that I don't quite think are worth it, that I don't think will bring me happiness. Mainly, like, I, I don't like to waste my time. And I think that's one thing I've realized uh, as I got older, like time is the most valuable resource, right? You can't get more of that unless you cut things back. So for me, yeah, I don't say yes to things I don't want to do. Uh, you stop caring about getting to the very front for a concert? Who? Well, my concert going experience is a little bit different just because of the radio station. I would say this, like for me... I kind of get this. Like I like the idea of Coachella sounds miserable. If I could get side stage and watch there, that'd be great. But like standing in a crowd of like a hundred thousand people, have other people sweat on you and go to the bathroom. If I'm being honest, because you're in the middle of the crowd, that to me sounds horrible. 
like having one hand on your wallet. Like I've been in the middle of like uh not mosh pits, but like EDM shows, and it was a nightmare. Keep getting bumped into, elbows to the head, other people sweat on you. Yeah, so I, I mean I, I guess that makes sense. Um you stop caring about pointless drama. Yeah, I've kind of been like that for a couple of years, I feel like. Where eventually it's just like you get home and you're upset about something. Goes, ah, there's no real point in doing this. Especially if, if it's uh, somebody who it's not worth wasting energy on. You know? Like it's not worth getting yourself all worked up for that. Um, you stop caring about whether or not people you don't, uh, people. Wait, okay. You stop caring about whether or not people you don't even like really like you. Yeah, I don't really care. I would say this. I don't want people to get the wrong impression of me. I would say that. But as far as not liking me, I think, and this is going to sound, I don't know. I think if you really know me, it's pretty hard to not like me. Do you know what I mean? Probably the same for you. Like, if you truly know me, I'm a good guy. I don't really, like, do anything bad. I try to do with the right thing. So I would say it'd be pretty hard to not like me. So I, I don't quite care if you don't. Um, impressing people, yeah, I mean, no, as long as I can impress myself, I'm holding grudges over stupid stuff, I worked on that in therapy a lot, um, and yeah, like I used to hold grudges for a lot of different things, and then I just kind of realized that me holding the grudges didn't do anything for me, especially because it's like when you hold a grudge, it's like, does the other person even know you're having that grudge? If they do, if they are as bad as you think they are, they probably love knowing that that, that you are um, in grudge mode against them, right? Like they'd probably get a little bit off knowing like, all right, so I've I've gotten under this person's skin so much, here's what they're doing. I'll do one more of these real quick, uh, trying to have something exciting, uh, Instagram-worthy life. Uh, yeah, I agree. I don't care. I don't know. Our job is a little bit different, obviously, but like, I try to post things that I think are interesting about my life. But I, I wouldn't go out of the way to do something. It's just not it's not the vibe. Listen, I hope you have a fantastic Wednesday. If you get a chance to follow me at Intern John Radio, we'll see you on Friday. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.